Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be. You are tuned in to the Vitamin D Podcast with Dawn Day, and I am your host, Dawn Day, here to help you get a little light inside your soul to shine like the sun that you are. Now, for those of you who may be new to the Vitamin D experience, let me just say, welcome. It's so nice to have you. And thank you for choosing to live your best life. I want you to think of vitamin D like your usual daily multivitamin. You take it because of what? You want to be healthy because you want to make sure you're covering every base nutrient wise. Well, in the same vein, I like to think of motivation and positive thinking as a multivitamin for your mind, body and soul, a.k.a. vitamin D. You want to make sure you're keeping your mental and spiritual levels topped off so that your mind and soul and mind, body and soul are well taken care of. And just like a multivitamin, vitamin D is part of a series of actions to keep your body healthy, motivated and inspired. It's step one in keeping your mind, body and soul going. Like with meditation, manifestation and vision boarding, it can all become void if you lack that drive, that basic building block of reaching your dreams, that basic building block of living the life you deserve that basic building block of living your best life so with all that being said today as my guest i have with me the incredibly knowledgeable dr ken red cross dr red cross is a concierge physician as well as a medical educator who has been practicing medicine for over 20 years today he joins us to talk about his book bond the four cornerstones of a caring relationship with your doctor and vitamin d what it does for the body and why we need it and how the physical vitamin D is similar to my inspirational dose of vitamin D. We also talk about being an advocate for your health and how that can contribute to living your best life. So without further ado, it's time for your dose of vitamin D. Get your vitamin D right here with me and get excited about your life. Dr. Red Cross, how are you? you doing it's good to see you how you doing over there blessed how are you i am grateful uh just walking in gratitude each day at a time you know oh girl girl you preach it to the converted okay listen (laughs) well i think it's about time we need to convert some more people because we got some stuff to talk about today let's make it happen well and I'm just sitting here thinking, this is like ultimately so amazing for this moment because as I speak upon vitamin D, I come from a sense of motivation and inspiration, kind of like the foundation of a, a emotional and spiritual health. But now we're going to see from a medical perspective, and I kind of want to do like a poetry or kind of like an in and out dance with you because I want people to see how vitamin D as a whole, when it merges, is is something that help you go exceedingly and abundantly with life so that we can have our audience truly live out their best lives. There you go. I am ready to do this. That. So that sounds good to me. You don't have to ask me twice. <laughs> so thank you so much for joining us. Um, and you're tuning in. I want to thank you for taking this time to invest in your life, but more importantly, taking time to get excited about it. Now, as you know, we talk about vitamin D all the time. And now I have a doctor on the line on the tube where you're watching. And he's going to be discussing um, vitamin D from a medical perspective, because especially in times like this, Dr. Red Cross, we have to really uh, take in consideration what vitamin D is and the importance of it. So before we lead into that, tell me a little bit about you, what you do and your stance on vitamin D. 
But look, so thank you for having me on, Don. This is this is beautiful to sit here and be able to talk to my folks, especially about vitamin D. It's very important. So look, I'm a physician. I'm here in New York. I am a concierge physician. And what that means, Dawn, and everyone out there listening and watching, it's just like when you go to a concierge or a hotel. They're supposed to know everything as far as your area to make you happy and get you there. And that's what I do for your health. And it's incredibly important, especially nowadays, as we're all seeing that that patient-doctor relationship is not the way it really should be, especially in our community as well. So I'm very passionate about that. And so the patient-doctor bond it's kind of my calling card. It's my calling as far as why I went into healthcare. So I'm blessed enough to feel like I'm not even working every day because I know I'm doing the, the work of a, of a higher being. So I love doing it. Come on. And you know what I love too? I think we find ourselves powerful in what we do when we realize that we are a conduit and a messenger. And the fact that you're saying like you're that bond, you're that tunnel, you are the connection between the patient and the doctor because oftentimes we have these resources but we don't know how to access it. So thank you for being the link. Well, thank you. And thank you for allowing me to talk about it because it's not only about the access, but it's about providing that convenience and also the time. On average, you get about seven and a half minutes with your doctor. That's the average here in the United States. And obviously that ain't good enough, especially when I want to know, how's your family doing? Did you have your colonoscopy? And how is your spirit doing? Mm -hmm. How can you get that in seven and a half minutes? It's impossible. And so that's why I do what I do. And you're right. It's really good to be able to be a conduit because my goal each and every day, Dawn, is to touch as many souls as I can. And that's the whole purpose of my existence in, in healthcare. I love that. Um, and so now that we're talking and, you know, you talked about also connecting with the soul. I want to get this perspective and I want to help bridge this gap right here. When I speak about vitamin D, as I mentioned before, it comes of a sense of inspiration. And vitamin D is a pun off my name. Dawn Day, you get vitamin D from the sun. So I'm here to shed light into the lives of other people. Now, from a medical perspective, um, is yeah. it safe to assume that vitamin D, you primarily receive that from the sun? And why is it so important? All right. So look, guys, so when we talk about vitamin D, I'm going to kind of dial back all that we've learned about vitamin D. Everyone thinks about it just for bone health. But I'm here today to talk about the importance of vitamin D for our immune health. That's the key and the important thing. Now, the reason why it's so important in the, in the black and brown community is that we tend to be the lowest in vitamin D. African-Americans, about 80 percent of us are Latinos, about 70 percent are low in vitamin D. But why does that matter, Dawn? Well, because we know that vitamin D is very important for our immune system, but we're also learning it. Let's look at the disease states that the coronavirus or COVID-19 has been affecting. Diabetes, right? Mm -hmm. Lung disease, heart disease, obesity. And guess what? All four of those states are associated with low vitamin D levels as well. And so as we see that correlation, it may help us understand why we've seen so many brown and black folks die from the coronavirus here in the United States. We can't say that vitamin D is necessarily a treatment for the coronavirus, but we can say that it's important to build our immune system. You know, it's interesting. When I was looking at some of the stuff going, where you have a lot of the doctors with the, with the former president who is in office at this point, the interesting thing was you asked Dr. Fauci, well, what are you taking? And he said, oh, I'm taking vitamin C and my vitamin D. So that was the proof of concept yet again, which is incredibly important. As I mentioned before, for our community to make sure that we learn about vitamin D and its benefits of why we should take it. Okay, so what is vitamin D and what's the best way to consume it? 
Well, look, I'll tell you this. So you mentioned that vitamin D is that sunshine vitamin, right? But once again, our beautiful brown skin blocks the sun's rays. So we don't convert to get vitamin D from our skin as well as someone else who's a little less melanin in their skin. So that's why it's important for us to try to supplement it. Now, I'm a little bit closer to the earth with the way I practice. So I'm Western trained, but I talk about Eastern medicine ideals. So it's one of those things that vitamin D is not easy to get out of our diet. Fatty fish livers are a way to get it. It's the reason why grandma used to chase you around with cod liver oil. Mm. She was a genius because she knew that that's where you can get a lot of vitamin D that way. But it's really not that robust in our diets these days. So it's hard to get enough. So therefore, you have to supplement. Now, when you supplement, the key is this. What is that range? We want to be between 40 and 60. That's the sweet spot where we want to get to, everyone, where we start to get really a lot of the magic of what vitamin D can do for our bodies. Now, vitamin D really impacts over 2,000 of our genes. So it's that immune health benefit, but so much more. Now, you need to make sure you get your levels checked. You go to your doctor's office to either get them checked, and I know that's challenging for a lot of people. My practice, Dawn, I make house calls. So my whole practice is virtual where I come into your home via this way or I actually come in physically. Another thing you can go, you can go to actually nutrientpower.org. And if you go there, you can actually go and get an at-home test kit where you can actually, I'm oh, sorry, um, the power of D.org. Sorry, everyone. Uh, where you can actually go and get your actual vitamin D kit where you can order. You get it sent to your home. It's a finger stick, and you can send that right back, get your results, and go back to that same website, put in the results. It'll calculate how much vitamin D you should be taking as well. And how often should you check your levels? I usually tell everyone every six months. Great question, Dawn, because some people just go and think it's kind of done, and it's not quite like that. I usually say every six months because I'm here in New York, in the Northeast, we get that cold weather. We're not getting so much sun. And now we're all locked in as well with the coronavirus, unfortunately, spiking up. And which leads me to the next thing I wanted to discuss with you, because, you know, I'm coming from a perspective of just speaking from how the sunlight and getting exposed to that type of energy and that type of rays. But I just recently came from my home city of Detroit and it's getting gloomy now in this season. And it makes me think about when we talk about the vitamin D levels, we talk about the immune system. Well, we also talk about the idea of how does that affect our mood and this whole notion of seasonal depression in which you talked about spiritually being fit or healthy with the doctor. How are we should, how should we operate during this season? You know, it's funny you say that because when you talk to people about what do they notice when their levels are really low or better yet, what do they notice when their levels are finally replenished? And they all talk about an improved sense of mood, a sense of well-being. And that's one of those kind of spiritual sort of um, metrics that I love to always talk about, because one of the bigger questions I ask patients when they come in is, hey, look, how is your soul? Mm. Not that ankle, that foot, you know, we worry about blood pressure, all that as well. But I need to know how your soul is. And so vitamin D is one of those things. Look at this, everyone. Do God's grace. We make a vitamin. We make a pro hormone, really, with the sun in order to be able to do so much for our bodies. And that's the important thing when we're talking about why vitamin D is so important for our health in particular, everyone, but especially for us, when you see the numbers and you see the deficiencies that we have and then you see the disease states and the deaths that are happening from the coronavirus and there's studies to prove it. 
Vitamin D is shown to not only help our immunity, it's shown to, to decrease our, our uh, issues as far as with our lung function, to help us with insulin resistance, good for diabetics, and also for obesity for those who are low. This is a study out of Canada that was actually done with African-American women or, or women of color. So there's a lot of good data out there. And so that's a big reason why I was so happy to connect with you, to get this message out to, to many more to understand the importance. And I love that because it gets me so excited because as I always tell people, like I'm a walking, breathing version of vitamin D, but to really know that in a sense that the double entendre, the pun of the pun, it actually is wholeness and it's good and it's shedding light on the things that are going on inside. And I think that's so important what you said, because there's one thing to just find a cure, but how do we get on the journey of combating? Because as new diseases and things come our way, the immune system has to be up to par because it's almost Kind of like if you're rooted in your foundation with faith, you're rooted in your foundation of self, no matter what the winds may come, you can still withstand. And in these times, it's about people standing. How do you equip yourself with the knowledge, the sense of self on the outside, as well as combating or able to see the things on the outside to be better and to do better? Yeah, let me tell you, one of the most important things is that you have to be willing to confront your doctor. And I don't mean in a negative way, everyone. I don't mean that. But look, I'm here to tell everyone listening and watching, your health matters. Whether you think it doesn't and whether the healthcare system, which has dropped the ball, we're not going to even talk Tuskegee tonight, all right? I'm not going there tonight. But the point is, we have some issues throughout healthcare that are still kind of there in some ways. And so you have to be able to know that you matter, your health matters. So we got to ask questions. We have to make sure that we're educated and armed with the information. That's part of my whole role when I talk about what I do, Dawn. It's about medical advocacy. It's making sure that the other folks around you know that someone has got your back. And that's the important thing that we have to make sure with our health care that we bond together and say, no, I matter in this whole equation. And I love you said that because, you know, even just speaking with some family members, there is a thing that I think um, and I can only speak for my family who are African-American, almost like a fear of the doctor, not wanting to tell the doctor all the information. I was just talking to um, my cousin. We actually share the same birth date and withholds information from the doctor. And I'm like, you should. How transparent should you be? Yeah, you have to lay it all out. Let me tell you, you got to be you got to be honest with two people, right? You got to be honest with the man upstairs. And, and the next thing is your doctor. Second. All right. For a second, but second, because we have to know everything. We have to know what we're dealing with. And once again, I, I wrote a book called Bond because it's the importance of that patient doctor bond. And the whole thing I mentioned in that book is that your doctor should feel like a member of your family. Because let me tell you, girl, you're not you're not necessarily lying to your sister. You're going to let her know what's up. And that's the important thing that I want to have when I'm talking to patients. I need them to let me know what's up. I need to know all of that stuff. Even if they think I don't want to hear it, that's all the important stuff. Because all of that really affects us as a whole. It affects us emotionally, spiritually, and physically as well. So it's important that when you have that relationship with your doctor, man, it needs to feel like a family member. So that's why I say you deserve the best. All of you out there, when you go there, you go to the doctor's office, you pay your copay, you get there to a waiting room, which is already a bad name. It needs to be a reception area because that tells you you're already going to wait. <laughs> and then you get in there and you get seven and a half minutes. No, not good enough. And so that's why I say you have to make sure you value your health. And in order to value your health, 
you got to let us know everything that's going on. And if the time is cut a little short, then there's nothing wrong with you saying, Doc, I need a little bit more time if you wouldn't mind. I wanted to share a couple more things. So it's about making sure that you become an advocate for yourself and especially for your family as well, your parents, your grandparents. Incredibly important, especially with what we're going through here in the United States right now. And I love how you said um, advocacy because it's about taking charge of your life. And as I tell people all the time, you know, when it comes to living your best life, you have to hold it by the reins. Now, can you tell me how important is it um, as far as receiving opinions? Are you one to say, hey, you should do some research and get multiple doctors? Or what, what are the best ways that you recommend individuals? You know what, really for, for me, as I talk about that, Don, look, it's about getting that relationship once again to when you feel close, that family connection. And then one thing I love, too, I love when patients are going and they're printing stuff off of Google or whichever little resource, and they want to rap about it. And that's good because that means you're invested in your health. That's something for us to go to. Lots of times, especially on the natural side of healing, I'm usually pretty well versed and I'm good there. But look, I learn sometimes, too. And that's another excitement for me on the other side of the table. So once again, this is a this is a relationship that we're having. Yes, my title is what it is. And I've been fortunate enough to practice for 20 years now and do what I do. But we are a partnership here. We see eye to eye. I'm not up here. We're right here. And in order to have that talk, it gets back to that openness that you're talking about and being able to have an exchange of ideas, an exchange of why that article doesn't pertain to you. But I love that you looked it up. And this is the person that may need that. Educate along the way. And once again, that's that sharing that just has to take place between the doctor and the patient. That's incredibly important. I think because you get better healthcare outcomes that way, too. Right, because it shows that you're invested and you want to know the know-how, what's going inside and outside of your body. Absolutely. So as we're talking about these things, now you mentioned that with the vitamin D levels, uh, immune system may be weak or perhaps you'll notice a mood change. What other things can we notice if there's other things going on with our body that may be due to a vitamin D deficiency? I was reading that you can get cramps, uh, spasms, um, bones are known to be more brittle. Yeah, people will. Exactly. The bone health is something that we've known for years. And that's kind of where vitamin D got its first claim to fame was to prevent rickets. That's everyone. When you see kind of those children that were bowed, that had bowed leg many, many years ago, and we found out that was a vitamin D deficiency. So that's kind of how vitamin D kind of once again came to the story. But once we did more and more research, that website I mentioned before, that powerofd.org, there's a lot of information there about vitamin D. I love when patients go there and get educated because there's so much more we can talk about on this show that would show you about all of the benefits. We're only focusing now because we know about the immune benefits and what's going on with the coronavirus. But you mentioned earlier, you know, I love that mood piece because when I have a patient who comes in, once again, the levels to make sure that I like to say, Dawn, I joke around, I have a little thing I say, get on my level when Come I talk on. to patients and people. And I'm talking about my vitamin D level, everybody. Mm. So don't, don't, don't yell at me. So between 40 and 60. But when I talk about that, once again, it's about the importance of making sure that that mood is there, that that mood is right. And when I get a patient who is down at 16 and they should be much higher and I get them back up to the levels to hear that her depression improved, that her mood improved, because that's what happens in a lot of doctor's offices around the United States where there's always this quick thing to write a script. My whole goal is never to have to pull out my prescription pad. 
So therefore, if I'm talking to someone and they're kind of borderline, the mood isn't where it needs to be, and I realize their levels are that low, when I'm able to replenish that and see that benefit, I didn't need a prescription for that. Mm. I just needed to get to know my patient. I just needed to get that relationship. And I needed to make sure that I was working from inside out. And so that's the sort of thing that I, I love to see when I see that clinically. And I, I just love that. It just makes me smile further because... That's why it's so important to get excited about your life. I had a conversation once. I was on a game show. Uh, Let's make a deal. We won. And then we were riding over to the production studio house to pick up our gifts. And I was speaking with a nurse. And I had just, I I don't know how I started it, but I went on to tell her how my mother had died from stage four breast cancer. And we talked about different ailments and uh, different diseases. And she said how a lot of times people find that that it's due to uh, cancer oftentimes. And she said the leading cause that you'll find is that it's due to stress, that whole constriction, because if you think about it, whether you're telling somebody to get on my level or asking somebody not to kill my vibe, because in the killing of that energy source, that becomes a blockage. And and we go into the situation of how was that mood? How was that moment to breathe so things can flow? So I love how you talk about the importance of that. Yeah. And when you talk about disease or what I, I usually don't even say disease because I think that gives it too much power. Dawn. I call it dis-ease because that's really what it is as far as the body. So when you're dealing with those things of dis-ease causes inflammation and our body doesn't like inflammation, whether it's in our brain, whether it's in our heart, we just don't do well with it. You know, that stress response is good. If you see it back in the day when we were cave people, you see a saber tooth tiger, you got to run. But it ain't so good when you're doing it each and every day because it wears on you. It wears on you. And therefore, your body is kind of like a a bike outside in the rain for too long. After a while, it gets rusty. And that's what starts to happen to your body as well. So chronic stress is not good for us. And you're right. It can cause dis-ease. And that's an important thing. Also interesting that when you talk about um, cancer diagnoses and that sort of thing, you know, vitamin D has been shown to be beneficial potentially for mortality benefits over the long term. So it's a lot, like I said, it's a beautiful story when you talk about it and why I joke around when I say get on my level or or talk about the power of D.org and just ways to educate folks so that all of us are having these discussions in between our family. I want us to hopefully listen and say, mom, I just, I just heard this doc online. Maybe we actually, let's get our vitamin D levels and make it a challenge, a competition. Those are the sort of competitions we need to have. We have all these other crazy competitions with each other, but we don't have anything for our health. And that's what I want to change. And I love that. So now what are your thoughts on folks that feel as though they can increase their vitamin D levels by uh, consuming dairy products? Are you for that or against it? No, not a, look, I'm not the biggest fan of, of dairy. Dairy is one of those things also that can cause a lot of inflammation as well. You know, it's interesting, Dawn, that you're from Detroit. I had a, a, a TV show yesterday from Detroit, too. And the host says, well, Doc, I'm high yellow. I got to worry about that. I'm like, <laughs> high yellow doesn't matter. You still need to make sure you get your vitamin D as well. And, and so it is important as we as we kind of uh, talk uh, about this sort of thing. Um, and making sure that no matter what, that we can't necessarily get it out of dairy. Because don't forget, everyone, it's fortified, meaning that vitamin D is added to milk. It's not necessarily fortified. So that's why, and don't forget, you're not going to get enough in that way of what your body needs as well. So that's the key thing about saying this is something you got to supplement. You're not going to probably get enough in your diet. 
Oh, wow. Okay. Because I was just speaking of uh, my godmother. She was, uh, I don't know if she was drinking orange juice, but she said something like, you know, drinking some dairy and using that to increase her levels. But just when you talked about the whole thing with stress and inflammation, I'm like, how that combats and works together as one, I'm unsure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you'll find out a lot about when you talk to a lot of allergists, for instance, if you ever go to an allergist, they'll tell, they always say anytime you come in with a rash or you come in with something, they say, are you doing any dairy? And that's the first thing they start to cut out. Or you see a rheumatologist and you're having joint discomfort or joint pains, whatever. The first thing they always ask, you doing any dairy? And it's once again, it's back to that inflammation, everyone. Our body doesn't like it. So what are some of the things that you can do? Number one, you know, look, whether you're a meditator like myself or an exerciser like myself, that's one way. Um, and also just to make sure that you're bringing in those foods that you're eating whole foods i love to do ginger a lot i love to do things that are kind of in turmeric things that are some natural kind of um you know anti-inflammatory molecules that are out there that we can actually take into our food because food is medicine and people if you think about it that way we're very cognizant about what we put in our bodies if we think about it that way Right. And I mean, if we were to be as cognizant of what we put on our bodies as we were inside our bodies, we'd have some long lasting machines. You can say that again. Long, long and understanding like this finite of time that we have here and, you know, realizing that this is one body that we have. And just like how you're talking about the mood and, and the different endorphins that go on to the body, how do we go in a way? that we can operate in our best self. Because even when you're saying about the vitamin D, it almost has me thinking that it's appropriate to say it's a foundation of health. Yeah, and it really and truly is when you think about it. I mean, look, it, it controls almost some of the studies will say two to three percent of the entire genome. If you look at the receptors, there's receptors for vitamin D, not only on our kidneys, on our brain, there's receptors, which is probably why you get that benefit. So it really is a foundation of any supplement program when you think about it. I can talk about a lot of others. Of course, fish oil is good. We understand the importance of fish oil. There are some other ones out there, one called astaxanthin. That's a different one. That's what makes the uh, salmon that orange pinkish color. It's an antioxidant. So there's a lot of things that we can piecemeal to together but it all starts with vitamin d hello so wait say it again say it again dr red cross all right all right you can all start piece by piece if you want to but it all starts with vitamin d you heard it right here listen i didn't have to say it he said yeah. it now you see why you're listening to the vitamin d podcast get that your life right. <laughs> <laughs> you got me shimmying in here so um another thing that i talk about and i, I make sure that you know in a sense of like a peace, be still and understanding self. And I'm so glad oh. that you said two things. One, you're not in the whole business of writing prescriptions. And then two, that you understand the sense of having a sound, balanced self. Can we talk a little bit maybe about why meditation is important? Perhaps even therapy, talking about it and how fitness plays a role as well. So I heard the, I heard the last part of your question, Dawn, about fitness playing a role as far as in the, in, the, in the health. And so, you know, that's a great question because the CDC says we're supposed to be getting 75 minutes a week of high intensity exercise or 150 minutes a week of moderate intensity exercise. And that's the important part because we know that watching what we're eating and watching what we're doing to make sure that that's a way to stay on this earth longer, to make sure that we're moving our bodies and that we're putting things in to that machine that you were talking about before. So exercise is important. And I'll tell you as well, exercise isn't working hard at work. 
or I take a lot of steps at work, doc. I love that one. I'm like, no, <laughs> exercise. I need you to have the inability to speak in full sentences. Mm. That's exercise, okay? Because that other stuff is just baseline. But I need you to really work it a little bit. And that can be brisk walking. It doesn't have to be anything overly strenuous. But I need that heart muscle working. That's the important part. Because your heart muscle is just like a bicep. You got to work it. And, oh my, okay, so here I go. I'm thinking of a, a, a double pun on that as far as like, you know, getting the heart muscle to work. But when you think about having that love of yourself, getting that to work, it's going to take you getting uncomfortable. And I want people to realize with everything that you said, if it sounds new, that means that you need to get uncomfortable and out of the norm. You need to approach your doctor as a peer, as someone eye to eye to say, hey, I'm standing up for myself because I care about my health. Two, yeah. you may not like to work out, whether it because you're exhausted or where your hair is going to sweat out. Needless yep. to say, move your body. And then this whole idea when you're saying doing a temperature check, how often do we do a temperature check? Whether that be a sense of the meditation like you spoke of, or just simply asking, how are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. That's an important question to ask. You know, you'd be surprised on every time I ask a patient, I see them, I say, how is your soul? You'd be surprised if people look at me and say, what you ask me? And I'm like, I want to know how your soul is and what's going on. Let me tell you, Don, that's the most beautiful question that I can ask somebody because they start talking about what they want their careers to be, what they want their aspirations to be, their dreams. Oh, there's nothing better than hearing a person's dream and sitting there and being able to encourage and inspire them to attain that. Like you said, look, we ain't on this earth forever. Come on. You can do the math, right? I've done the math and I don't think I like the math. So I'm going to make sure that while I'm here, Making I'm going to each and every day like it's my last. And I want patients to feel that way when we're together, recognizing that we're going to make this a rich experience for them while we're here on God's green earth. And we're going to make sure it's rich. And the best way to do that is try to do our best to have good health. That's one of the big pillars to it. And taking the notion of getting out of this mode of having to survive and realizing that life is meant so that we can really thrive in that. I agree. I agree with you. And it's stepping up to self and it's stepping up to say that I love you and not being so unapologetic about it. Now, I'm sure some people have been listening and they're wondering, can you just tell us how does your how your services work? If I'm a new patient and I'm interested in seeking out, what is the first step? Can you walk me through that? Sure, guys. So my practice is a little is a little different. So as I mentioned before, being a concierge physician is about you. My whole focus is you, your happiness, and how to do that. So I do it three ways. I have my house call service where, as it is, you know, I go whether I'm traveling. I was traveling a lot more before COVID out west, out south, everywhere. And then the second thing I do is a program where it really works for a lot of people who have older parents and smaller kids in their own career. So their parents are getting a little bit older, but they need support. Their parents are older. They go to the doctor. They ask them, how was the doctor visit? And the parents said, I don't know. I think it was all right. And then you call the doctor. The doctor says, no, we talked about a diagnosis of this, that, and the other. No. I put those pieces together for those families that need somebody that, once again, is their advocate. So I can make sure things don't go sideways. So I can make sure that what the doctor said makes sense and so that everyone in the family gets what going, what's really going on. So that's kind of a family-type program. And then I have strategic advice, I call it. And that's when I have people all around the U.S. and really all over the world where I'm literally there to be there monthly to just kind of talk through things. 
to give advice. Hey, I went to my doctor because I'm in Oslo, Norway. I went to my doctor. I got these lab results. He told me this. Does this make sense to you? Yeah, it does make a little sense. Or, you know what, go back and ask him a little bit. Ask him if he would do this other test or that sort of thing. So once again, I'm empowering the patient. I'm making sure. So I'm able to do what I know my calling is, to be able to affect souls in three ways that way. And so I'm able to do it through that way, that way, or that way, but it allows me to, to kind of realize my purpose. Ooh, so now we're talking purpose. Tell me, what are, do you possibly have maybe three or one, however many you want to share? Sure. Any powerful quotes that you can say that someone can live by or maybe have helped you out in your journey? Wow. Um, oh, that's a good one. The problem is all the things that I love are so daggone long, I don't have them memorized. But I can tell you one of the things that I always really, really come back to is something that our, our former President Obama said. And it gets back to what we were talking about as far as your, your, your care mattering, your health mattering, and about not wanting to exercise because you're going to sweat out your hair or I don't got no time and I don't feel like doing this and the other. But it gets back to change, mm. being able to change. And what did President Obama say? He told us all that we all had to change. But more importantly, he said we are who we've been waiting for. Hello, somebody. Not waiting for somebody else. We are who we've been waiting for. And every time I go through my days and I think about, well, this needs to happen and maybe I need to do this. No, I'm the one. And so we have to make that happen for ourselves. So I hope that after hearing this or seeing that someone says, you know what? That dog's got a point. My health does matter. I am the one that needs to change my behavior. I am the one that needs to change to recognize that I do matter in this world and deserve the best and that's what i want everyone to really walk away with know yourself know your worth you know it takes me back to when i was in eighth grade i've always been one to be a collector of quotes but my eighth grade teacher miss carmel told me a quote that stood with me for years and it's simply i make myself what i am nice and it's just said to self of just whatever you want out of life whatever it is that you can inquire knowing the power is yours. We hear it differently when we hear it in, the, I think it's the poem uh, Insidious. I'm the captain of my fate. Oh, I'm the master of my soul. Invictus. I, I know it well. I know it well. But it's like, hey, let's time to gear up. Let's hold up. Let's stand strong and take vitamin D levels seriously. And as you said, get on my level. Right. That's right. Stop playing. Let's make it happen. And look and reach out. I have so many people going around the U.S. that as I talk about this, say, Doc, I'm on your level or I'm almost on your level. Like I said, we made a game out of our health. We make sure we have fun with our health. I want you to read. I want you to send those levels and say, I'm on your level. That's the whole point is that we're not here forever. And we need to make sure that when we're here, that this with quality. And that's what vitamin D allows us to live with. Yes. Exactly. All the vitamin D's <laughs> out there. You know, I ought to, you know, you can be like the spokesperson for the podcast and just literally, and you will be stating nothing but facts of just right. how instrumental vitamin D is for life inside and out. Yes, Dr. Red Cross. Absolutely. As I told you, you didn't have to tell me about vitamin D. Like I told you before, you are preaching to the converted. I'm with you. <laughs> so, uh, true question. Um, it's so fitting that your last name is Red Cross. True last name? 
True last name. True last name. It's funny you asked, though, because uh, I, I practice. I, I trained here in Columbia, here in New York, and I went out to Cali, and I practiced in, in, uh, with migrant Mexican farm workers for a few years. I went out to Beverly Hills. And you know when you went to Beverly Hills, everyone thought I changed my name. I was like, look, I ain't that important. <laughs> nothing. Um, but I'll tell you, it's, uh, it's a great story. It's a Native American last name. Small tribe outside of uh, the Maryland area, Monacan tribe. Um, and we have a family historian, and she traced us back to 1787. John and Lucy, they had land and a, and a little and a mule, um, and so it's a native. John was native. Lucy was was African American. So oh, really? it's, a, it's a unique name for sure. And um, you know, I'm the first doctor in my family, so I'm very proud of it. Yes, congratulations. And I'm so glad you said that because I just wanted to make sure that a lot of people um, take note of that as well. The fact that you said that you knew your history. And I'm sure when it comes down to health, we need to start asking questions. What's down the lineage? Because like I spoke to you before about my cousin and not wanting to reveal information, but then not knowing other information that to self to reveal, because that plays a factor in everything matriculating in life, right? Huge factor. Cause we're talking about our genes, our genetics, as you're talking about. And so, you know, there's only so much we can do, right. As far as with medications and, and exercise, some of it is kind of baked into us already. And if it's baked in, we need to know about that so that I can know if your father had a heart attack at 46, guess what? We're going to be checking a little bit earlier for your cardiac health, but I got to know it. Mm-hmm. You got to be open with me. We got to be like this you in order to make sure I know that. So that gets back to that point and said, no, 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 this is a, this is a no judgment zone, all honesty through these four walls when I'm there. And so it's important when you talk about the family history and allowing us to know that. And glad you said that because that's what I talk about with vitamin D. Vitamin D is all about the light. And you know that the truth, the way the light shines, yeah. the truth is going to shine light on whichever way. But like you said, how do we move forward? And sometimes we get stuck, but it's always about the get up and the constant yeah. movement. So, Dr. Red Cross, if someone is listening and they would like to reach out for your services or perhaps check out your book, Bond, that you discussed. Can you sure. tell us the information and also where to follow you on social media? Sure. So, look, my website is drkenredcross.com. Um, and I'm all, I'm all over the social media, whether it's Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. It's Ken Red Cross MD, And I really mean it. Reach out. Just say hello. And, and just realize that I'm here for everyone. I really feel that every time I do these shows or any time, Dawn, for now, for this hour, whatever we've been together, they're all my patients. All of you are. And so I hope you feel the love, the happiness, and make sure that we really get out there and get some healing, not only from the outside, but more importantly for me, from within. Yes, yes. Well, thank you so much for your time, Dr. Red Cross. And thank you for being a, an advocate for somebody to say why vitamin D is important and challenging everybody to get up on your level. There we go. Get up on that vitamin D level, especially the podcast we're talking now. Hey, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much, Dr. Red Cross. Thank you for having me on, Dawn. Have a blessed day, everybody. 
Wow, look at that. I knew that this would be a good conversation, but it really took off. To think, how often have you went in to see the doctor and have been nervous, second-guessing on the questions that you should ask and feeling like things or the doctor doesn't care about you? Well, now you have a different perspective and a different perspective on vitamin D. Who would have thought that it would have such a strong effect on your emotions and health? Hmm. And like Dr. Red Cross said, you need to value your health. And that's on the physical and the mental level. And if you ask me, I'd say on the spiritual level as well. And I really like the fact that he asks his patients, how is your soul? Because how is your soul? How is your soul? No. How is your soul? (laughs) I'm telling you, that can hit in so many ways. And I'm going to start asking my friends and family and people that I love, how is your soul? For more information about Dr. Red Cross and vitamin D, you can follow him on social media at KenRedCrossMD on Twitter and Dr. Red Cross on Instagram. If you're interested in checking your vitamin D levels, you can get a vitamin D at home test kit at powerofd.org. As always, you can catch us here on your phone or whichever smart device you fancy each and every Monday with more inspiring conversations and insights. And if you're looking to get even more vitamin D in your life, you can follow me at Dawn Day Speaks on Instagram and Twitter. And in the meantime, always remember, you are your greatest asset.